Welcome to the Utah Women in Leadership Podcast. We are continuing our new series of podcasts, highlighting each of the 18 critical areas of focus that are part of A Bolder Way Forward. I'm Dr. Susan Madsen, the Karen Haight Huntsman Endowed Professor of Leadership at Utah State University, and I'm also the founding director of the Utah Women in Leadership Project. And today I'm here with the leaders who are heading up one of the areas, and we call them spokes, in the Wheel of Change, and the specific spoke is leadership development. First, Sherlane Quayle, who is the co-founder of the Women's Influence Network, and Jamie Shaw, who is Operations Director at Event Knowledge Services. Welcome to both of you today. Thank you. Thank you. So as an introduction for our listeners, A Bolder Way Forward is a statewide movement that is bringing together businesses, organizations, individuals, communities who are either already doing related work around girls and women or are ready to get engaged and lean into the work. If we are serious about ensuring that Utah girls and women and their families thrive in better ways, we need to create positive change much faster. So Bolder Way Forward leaders are working together to accomplish bold goals in 18 critical areas that require societal change. And one of these, again, is leadership development. So let me jump into some questions for both of you, Sherlane and Jamie. Let's start with Sherlane. So first, please provide our listeners with an overview of the leadership development spoke. Thank you, Susan. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Um, We know from research that developing leadership knowledge, skills, and abilities in girls and women is critical to ensuring that they and their families truly thrive. So with this at its core, the Leadership Development Spoke's vision is to significantly increase the number and percentage of women leaders in all settings within Utah. This includes creating opportunities for every Utah woman and girl to envision themselves as a leader, develop those leadership skills, and lead in any setting they choose. We also know from research that developing male allies is a key factor in this work. So that is a focus for this spoke, along with increasing the number of individuals who understand and confront their own biases. So this spoke's work will include development initiatives and opportunities from girls camps to executive education and increasing mentoring, sponsorship, coaching skills across the state. Again, in any setting is a really key piece of this leadership development spokes work, and we're really excited to be a part of it. Thank you so much. And this leadership development spoke is so important and overlaps into everything, I think. All 18 spokes and everything we're doing to try to help more girls and women in the state of Utah thrive. And so part of that means that we develop more leaders and more male allies. So, and it's been a problem, I have to say. There's not as many leaders as in in Utah who are women compared to other states. And so thank you so much, Sherlane. So Jamie, let's go over to you. Uh, what are the bold goals of your spoke? And what specifically are you going to be working on uh, with all the people in your spoke? So it's not just you two, but there are working groups and all kinds of things happening but we're gonna have specific goals to 20, for 2026 and 2030. So just tell us a little bit more about those goals. 
Thank you. In developing our goals, we looked across all of the areas where there were opportunities to have more women in leadership roles. And we then challenged ourselves to set bold goals because the time for incremental change is just gone. We need to move past that. Our first goal is to increase the percentage of Utah women in leadership roles. For example, in 2021, only 24% of executive roles were filled by women. By 2026, we want to see this increase to 28% and to 35% by 2030. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Moving over to education. Women made up 12% of district superintendent roles in 2022. We want to see this increase to 25% by 2030. 29% of high school principals were women, only 29%. We want to see this increase to 50% by 2030. We've also set goals for increasing leadership roles in higher education and government to 50% by 2030. We want to ensure that we maintain the percentage of women leaders in nonprofit settings and some of the K-12 leadership categories where Utah historically has very strong representation. We want to increase the percentage of women in higher income earning category, which is above $100,000, from 5.6% to 10% by 2030. And, and can I just jump in? One of the reasons I know we're going to use this metric is that when you tend to get into those higher income categories, that just means that you are in leadership roles. You tend to be in those management and leadership roles. So I think that's an important metric. Thank you. When we look at the leadership development programs that women are taking on, we want to see that they're not just attending the programs, that they're advancing thanks to the programs. So we want to see by 2030 that 50% of the people who participate in these programs advance in their careers within two years. We want to increase the number of quality leadership development programs for girls and women by 10% in 2026 and by 24% in 2030. We want to increase the number of individuals who are completing these programs by 20% in 2026 to 50% in 2030. And finally, and to me, this might be our most important goal, we want to increase Utah women's aspiration to be leaders. Mm. They're understanding that it's important to pursue opportunities to develop leadership abilities and that there are opportunities and resources around them to help them develop leadership skills and their perceptions that they are already leaders. I love that. And Shirlane, just a quick extra question in for you. Um, you are so passionate about strengthening those ambitions or changing those ambitions and aspirations specifically for girls and women. So most of the goals that Jamie talked about are for women in their careers and in different careers. But this spoke also includes work for girls and young women. Just have a, yeah, mention a few things. Yes. Yeah, so that is where some of those uh, goals at the end of what Jamie was mentioning really, really come into play. What leadership development programs are already out there? How effective are they? Who's accessing them? And when we look at the number of organizations, for example, that we're aware of that serve women versus the number that serve girls or compared to the number that serve girls, there are very few that really have a target on audience to serve our girls. And so because a lot of the research that you know, you've done in the past. We know how important a lot of these components are for girls' leadership development. And we have to remember that they're not as likely to move into leadership roles if they haven't been thinking about it from the time they were younger, when they were girls, when they were, you know, college students, et cetera. So the more opportunities we 
know about and can help promote and provide, the more we're going to be able to move these metrics forward. I love that. And I know that uh, you're having working groups specifically with people that are that are interested organizations, but also people from companies or stay-at-home moms or whatever that want to engage in this work specifically for girls and young women, but college students. I love that too. So here's another question for you, Shirlene. How are you going to measure progress? That's a tricky one. Luckily, we have a lot of research, as we mentioned before, um, out there already to base some of those percentages on. We know where we are currently so we could say, okay, this is a likely goal for us to set in the future. There are some of those areas that we don't have solid data on right now. We don't know exactly how many programs there are out there serving women and serving girls, for example. We don't know how many companies actually have employee resource groups that are helping develop women leaders and male allies, et cetera. And so we have created working groups. Um, we have five right now. And the goal with those working groups, they're all staffed by volunteers, and we are undergoing a mapping exercise right now to address some of those questions so that we have baseline data that then we can say, okay, if we're at, you know, if we have 200 programs right now that are serving women, and we want to increase the number of programs that are out there, we also want to look at the number of participants, how are they going forward? And so those metrics that those programs are using will help inform us on some of the metrics we can employ for some of the space that we really haven't gathered a lot of data on in the in the past. And so we're really excited because this is an opportunity for us to not only gain a better understanding about what's currently happening, but identify gaps, identify best practices within what is already happening, and then create curriculum going forward that can be delivered in effective ways based on research and best practices and all that data that we gather. I love that. Thank you so much. So, so we're definitely in this spoke, leadership development spoke, thinking about young girls, all the way to advanced careers of women or people who, you know, choose to to go in other directions, right? Careers can be so many different things, but we're also looking at unconscious bias training and males. So not necessarily doing leadership development for men, but male allyship training. I love that. I love that. Jamie, back to you. What other organizations are already partnering? with you. So partnering and affiliates uh, with the Boulder Way Forward. We've got some fantastic partners already. The Governor's Office of Economic Opportunity, the Utah Division of Multicultural Affairs, the Women's Influence Network, Utah State University's Extension, the Women's Tech Council, the Women's Leadership Institute, Utah Women and Leadership Project, UN, and the Utah Girl Scouts. We also find, as we talk to more organizations, more stepping forward. It's an exciting project, and we'd like to see as many get involved as can. So if you're interested, please let us know. I love that. And any final thoughts from each of you? Uh, Jamie, let's start with you. Any final, what would you say to to people that are listening in and, and want to learn more? What can they do and how can they get engaged? I would echo Shirlane's words. You know, if you've got an organization who is already doing leadership development, please let us know. We're trying to make a list, a com comprehensive list across the state. We want to know you're out there. We want to include your efforts in our metrics. If 
you want to be a partner, go a step forward, please let us know. And if you're someone like Sherlane and I and are passionate about leadership development and helping develop women and girls in the state, let us know. We've got working groups. We need your time. We need your skills. We have roles that will work with girls, with college students, women. There's a place for everybody. My email address is on our website. Please send me an email. I would love to have a conversation with you to find the best place where you can help us out. Great. And and if they go to a bolder way forward, right, a dot org, and then you can navigate over to there's a couple different places on that Web page and up in the navigation where you can click on leadership development. You'll get Jamie's address there. So, Sherlane, any final thoughts? Yeah, the last thing I would add is for anyone who's listening, really look at any opportunity you have to reach out and help the women and girls around you develop their own leadership skills, their own leadership abilities, see themselves as leaders. Sometimes it's a really small tap, as we know, and sometimes those small taps can completely change the trajectory of someone's life. And so we are passionate about it. And we are not just doing this for the heck of it. We're doing it because we know how important it is for our, you know, every woman and girl in our lives. And so just be aware of that, that it really does start with each one of us and then engage wherever you can in whatever way feels most authentic with you, whether that's with a bolder way forward as a broad statewide initiative or whether that's just in your own home and your everyday conversations. And thank you for the opportunity to share about this spoke. Yeah, thank you so much. And there will be opportunities in your own counties and in your own municipalities, cities or towns. Or if you're passionate and have a friend that want to do something just for your neighborhood, connect with us, right? We have that space. And Jamie, last word, any final thoughts from you? Just that this work is incredibly rewarding. I love seeing women come together to help other women. I want to see a network of us all across the state doing our best to help pull each other along. Thank you so much, Shirlene and Jamie. I appreciate you joining me today on this podcast episode hosted by the Utah Women and Leadership Project at Utah State University in partnership with Utah Public Radio, USU Extension, and the John M. Huntsman School of Business. And thanks to Nick Pora for his technical support. Now, to learn more or to get involved or both, visit the website of boulderwayforward.org. This movement requires thousands, and I would say tens of thousands of us, working together to create positive change for Utah girls and women. And I just want to add, when girls and women are thriving, their families are thriving. And so this is really for boys and men as well. Also, to you listeners, please consider joining us. In addition, learn more about the Utah Women and Leadership Project at utwomen.org. Thank you.